0: Welcome to Our Entitled Parents. Where this entitled woman tries to take her own sister's child from her school. Entitled parents and sister are demanding I not take an incredible job overseas if I'm taking my adoptive daughter. My younger sister went through a pretty rough time as a young adult, drinking and doing drugs and generally being wild. She ended up getting pregnant and giving birth at age 18 when I was just a few weeks away from turning 21 Now she didn't want the child after giving birth She refused to even pick up the child and would leave her sitting in dirty nappies Despite never wanting children myself either I stepped in and adopted my newborn niece as my daughter My then boyfriend who I'd been with for three years gave me an ultimatum Him or her as he didn't want children either I picked her and he left me, which resulted in me suddenly being a single mother. The first few years were rough as a single parent barely making ends meet, but I managed and my sister had nothing to do with us. I never once hid the truth from my daughter that she was adopted, but I always assured her I loved her so much and was her mummy. When my daughter was six, my sister was finally clean and then wanted to have access to her. I allowed it, but stressed she would just be an aunt to her and she accepted this, though it's clear she struggled with the concept and sometimes acted more like a mother, which I always squashed quickly. Now, my daughter is eight, and I've been offered a job in a different country. The pay is almost double my salary, and the company is helping us find a home, putting my daughter in an international school and after-school care, so of course I'm going to take it. But it's resulted in my family having a meltdown about how i can't do this and how it's cruel to take my daughter away from her family and how it's not fair to my sister my sister has told me she won't allow me to move away with her and that she'll fight in court to get my daughter back i've talked to lawyers and it seems she doesn't have a leg to stand on as my daughter is legally my daughter but the rest of my family is telling me i'm being extremely cruel and that if i cared about my sister i'd turn this job down i left home at 16 and finished my education my sister meanwhile is the golden child who gets away with everything she even now lives with our parents and doesn't work My daughter while sad to be leaving her school and friends is excited for the move I've been teaching her about the country every night before bed And we've gone to some authentic restaurants to try food from there I've also promised her that we'll fly back at least once a year to visit and she can facetime and call her friends Of course, I feel like my family are angling for me to eventually just hand my daughter back over As if I was just a temporary filler for my sister which will obviously never happen and my lawyers are involved in this matter so there we go guys pretty interesting story to start off today's episode but unfortunately it doesn't end there there is actually an update that was just posted yesterday by op so i got a call from the school today that a woman not on the list had come round and tried to pick up my daughter claiming that she was the mother she claimed there was a family emergency and she needed to take my daughter home early Now, only myself and my best friend are marked down is able to pick up my daughter. And when they wanted to see her ID, she got cagey and claimed she forgot it. And when they told her she couldn't pick her up without an ID, she shouted at them before storming off. I've spent all day on the phone to my lawyers and my boss. My schedule is being moved ahead. I'd wanted to give my daughter a final Christmas in our current home, but it's clear that's not a safe idea anymore. Our move has been brought forward and my company is putting us up in a hotel Until they help us find a home I mean look guys Clearly a very tough situation all around Um for your sister I do feel bad for her honestly Obviously like this is not how it works You can't give up your kid legally And then just go and get them back When you feel like it six years later It obviously isn't gonna happen But I still do feel bad for her Like yeah maybe she didn't want her at the start And she was a bad mother And wasn't in the right place to look after her child That happens She was very young It's understandable You know She probably didn't even want the child in the first place well, she admitted she didn't it is a tough one though Like in the first part of the story anyway, I can kind of understand where she's coming from Like she wants to be with her kid and now she feels a little bit more mature to deal with that Maybe I don't know. However, that's clearly not thinking about UOP at all And I don't really understand why your family are siding with her like that just makes no sense to me You've been the one that's taking care of your child now For six years on your own. Does that not deserve a little bit of credit? I mean, come on. (laughs) That's ridiculous Now the update is where the story really got crazy and just way too far Like what is she trying to do there? I mean that's bordering on just I can't say it for youtube reasons But taking a child, you know, what I mean that's insane Like sure be angry that your kid is not your kid anymore, but come on don't do that, please. That's ridiculous So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now guys, if you thought this video was going to get less crazy when we got to our second story, well, let me tell you, you were absolutely wrong. Look at the title karen demands that we let her through a fatal crime scene here we go okay so i'll start by saying that this story is from about five years ago and my therapist mentioned it in passing as it was something that i'd spoken with her about 10 years ago regarding my ptsd i figured it's finally time to post this gem of a woman's story it's around 11 p.m on a saturday night and i'm sitting at home just getting ready to go to bed i'm an on-call tow truck operator and figure I'll be going out early the next morning. Right as my head hit the pillow, my Next style two way radio chirped, and a dispatcher goes, Hey, OP, are you still awake? Yeah, I'm up. Good. We've got a one car accident in the next town over. The PD wants it expedited, so please, hurry, but be safe. 10 4, I'm out the door. After a roughly 20 minute drive, I'm headed out of this small town looking for the accident, and I see it. The coroner and forensics fans parked in the road amongst a dozen squad cars A typical one car accident just has one officer sitting with it for paperwork reasons with the tow operator Obviously at this point I know that things just got a lot darker than I'd originally been told Sparing the gory details What had happened was six kids between 17 and 20 had been in an SUV while driving drunk And only the driver had a seatbelt on the vehicle swerved off the road and the driver went to correct. However, one, he overcorrected, and two, the road on that side had about an 8 inch lip, which made it extremely rough of a transition to pull a vehicle back onto the road. As it came back on the road, the driver fishtailed, trying to correct back in the other direction, and again overcorrecting. This sent the vehicle rolling down the road in and out of the four foot drainage ditch next to it all five passengers were ejected and died on the scene one of the passengers was trapped under the suv that came to a rest in the drainage ditch on its roof the other passengers were strewn across the road with sheets over them i set up my Petter-built rollback at a 70 degree angle across this two-lane road and start to work with forensics and the coroner to remove the vehicle from the ditch as well as preserve as much evidence as possible. No sooner than I get this winch tight on my truck, than I hear frantic beeping of a car horn. I turn around and directly behind me is a woman who looks to be in her early 40s, who is now just holding the horn down, letting it blare nonstop as she's yelling out of her window. I ignore her and turn around to go back to this delicate job I'm in the middle of. Wondering how Karen had gotten past the police roadblock that was a roughly a third mile up the road at the nearest intersection to obviously keep traffic out of the area. As I'm slowly manoeuvring this £8,000 vehicle from the roof onto its side, the honking stops. Maybe eight seconds later, I then feel a hand grab my shoulder and attempt to spin me around. Now i'm six foot three and 280 pounds. So there's absolutely no way that this 40 something five foot ish 160 pound woman is achieving this goal I let out a sigh as I stopped winching on the vehicle and looked at the sky with my eyes Asking every god I can think of for the strength to not headbutt this female dog I turn around and attempt to say mom the road is closed due to a fatal act i don't care what you have to say just get out of my way i'm late i'm extremely annoyed now and i talk over karen's continued complaints listen you dog five people just freaking died here and there's absolutely no way anyone is driving down this road for hours i suggest turning around and driving back through the police roadblock you somehow got around now karen then opened with that line that we've all heard a thousand times Excuse me, I live right there. She points back behind her vehicle and I have to use this road to get to where I'm going. You will move your truck now or I'm calling the police. By this time, the forensics crew has heard all the yelling even over the loudness of my truck idled up and the PTO engaged and have walked over. Forensics crew do not dress like police, especially in the middle of the night on weekends. They're dressed in plain clothes but carry a badge on them. And they put on a hazmat star suit if needed now none were needed on this scene just gloves and such Which one of you is the manager said the karen this man won't move his god dang truck and let me through I'm calling the police now at this point She's actually holding the phone to the side of her head and talking to what we'd find later was 911 a forensic officer began mom. I am the police and I don't know I don't want to hear any more goddamn excuses Move the freaking truck now She actually clapped between each word at this point. I was done. You dumb idiot Do your two remaining brain cells constantly compete for third place? The forensics officer actually was stifling a chuckle mom if you don't get in your car and leave this crime scene now you will be arrested just as the officer finished saying this a squad car came screaming down the road from the same direction karen came from and stopped behind her vehicle the officer hopped out of his car and the very first words he said were karen's miranda rights karen screamed kicked swore that everyone else should be arrested and even tried to spit on me which caused her to catch a tampering with evidence charge as we're on an active crime scene. By the time it was all done, her other charges were obstruction, assault on an officer, misuse of 911, interfering with an investigation. She took a deal that netted her 18 weekends in the county jail. However, I did tow her car as well. Monday morning, I met her husband, And he couldn't have been more embarrassed as he apologized over and over as he paid me and then inspected the vehicle and signed off that we didn't damage it. The impound cost roughly $600 as it was police initiated, after hours and storage. Charges were $150 for the impound, $50 for after hours, $52 a day storage and $5 a mile each direction from our office. Our office was roughly 15 to 17 miles from there. Uh, Yeah, guys, so if you thought trying to steal a kid was bad, how about that? I mean, comment below. Which one's worse? uh, Seriously. They're both not great, obviously. But, you know, which one's worse? Stealing a kid or demanding that everybody present at a fatal accident where multiple people have died, leave. And get out your way because you're late for work. I mean, to be honest, I actually think the second one is considerably worse because, you know, that involves death. But still, wonderful stories there is all I can say. It's just, it's, honestly, what do I even say anymore? It's unbelievable, it really is. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of our slash Entitled Parents. Really hope you've enjoyed it. Um, Mental stories, as always... Did you enjoy them? Comment down below if you did. Drop a like on the video as well to let me know that you're still enjoying these videos. If you are new around here and you haven't already done so, hit this button and then click this. Very simple. I mean, this is more important. A great video coming up. Watch it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50